It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. This week on the B movie breakdown episode number fifty-five, we learn that there is no known cure. For murder. <laughs> dum dum dum. Dum dum dum. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. And this week we are continuing our horror movie marathon of October fest. Spooktacular. Spooktacular. Monster <laughs> Mash. Uh, though we haven't watched any monster movies. Though the kid from The Paperboy. Yeah, he's a monster. He's a monster. <laughs> we stayed away from his family. He did, he's <laughs> this week not it was pretty creepy, but not that level of psychopath. I don't know if we're gonna find that again. Yeah. Especially uh in a twelve year old. In a twelve year old. <laughs> but this week uh, oh before I get to all that shit, I guess I should uh, do the usual rundown of items. That I usually do. Uh, B Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment, lesser known films of the past and present, home, the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in the madness. This week's movie was available on Netflix. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit, but you can check it out on there. You can listen to us on if you subscribe on iTunes, on our website, bmbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher. You can reach us on our site, email bmbpodcast.gmail.com, Twitter, at bmbpodcast, and on Facebook. Check out the T-Dog Bulls and Pops Comedy Stand Show by our good buddy Timmy Blaze. Check that shit out. He is also on iTunes. <laughs> so this week's movie, Visiting Hours. It was it's available on Netflix. Uh, has Michael Ironside in it, William Shatner, Lee Grant. She's not, she wasn't really that big of a yeah. a star. Actually, the one chick who played Lisa, who was the girl he yes. raped. No, the girl the he raped. Oh, Ooh, the crimped hair one. She uh, voiced Rogue on the X Men and has voiced every time Rogue has been on uh, any sort of animated. She's done like tons of voice work, like That's mass crazy. amounts of voice work. Uh, oh. So she's a pretty big voice person. So is uh, Michael Ironside, actually, who's like the main. He's like the killer in the movie Colt Hawker. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they, never oh, said, they never said his last name, but yeah. apparently he had one. I didn't Colt know Hawker. Until just now. I knew his name was Colt, but not Colt Hawker. But he's done a lot of voice work uh, later on in his career, especially recently. Since uh, Ever since the Splinter Cell video games have come out, he's done the voice of Sam Fisher. Oh, really? Yeah. And every single one, I think, except for the new one, they got somebody else. Like, for some reason, I think it takes place like earlier or something in his life or something. Um, but yeah, he was the voice then. He does the voice of Ultra Magnus on uh, Transformers for a long time. But I don't know how we got it in the voice. Oh, that one girl. She's a, vo- a voice actress, big time. Michael Ironside, uh, for those of you who don't remember him, what I remember him most from is Total Recall. He played the character Richter, uh, like the henchman. To the main bad guy, or uh, no, he was the main bad guy, right? Or was there like the old man who was like the old the main bad guy, right? You'll have to yeah, let the, us the, recall the, the it. <laughs> but he was the main bad guy, right, Richter? Because it's like welcome to the party, Richter. And he shoots him. <laughs> he's welcome we to the party, Richter. Recall. I don't know. I was watching Kindergarten Cop this morning, actually, before I went to work. <laughs> so good, Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> Oh my god. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Uh, He said that to me the other day and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. 
I don't remember that from Arnold, Kindergarten Cop at all. Cop. Right, that's from Kindergarten Cop. Or is it from Twins? I don't know. Either way. In Twins, he sings Yak and Yak, so I mean... <laughs> oh my god. They're actually making a, a sequel to Twins. <laughs> Absolutely not, I heard that. Yeah, with Eddie Murphy as the third twin. Oh, Jesus I just Christ. want Eddie Murphy to come back and be like Eddie Murphy. Can can we have that? Can uh, we need uh, Beverly uh, Hills uh, Cop uh, for... Can we... Can we uh, they're making a Beverly Hills Cop TV show. Without now? No, he's gonna be in it. But like his kid, it's like about his son. No, no. But he's in it. I don't know. Absolutely Beverly not. Hills clump. No, I just want. <laughs> I just want Eddie Murphy to be like Eddie Murphy again. I don't know. That's I just not happening. Those movies that he used to do were so good. They can't like, exist. I've watched in a them all so many times. Eddie Professor world. And I like the first Eddie Professor. I think that's still. Every time it's on, I'll watch it. I think it's still funny. I think I'd watch a Ghost Dead TV show. That's if, Bill uh, Cosby. Yeah. Whatever. Well, whatever, but I the, guess. The, They're all the, the same the, clump, the clumps, too, I think, was a little overboard, and then he just started doing I'm Every Character. But I I, like, I still like the first Nutty Professor. I don't know, I used to watch it a lot. When what I, about a Eddie Murphy-Tyler Perry standoff? I was going to say, oh, there's, God, no. ever since yeah, like Tyler Perry kind of took up that whole shtick. He only just took over just black movies. Yeah, really. Like, Eddie Murphy, his movies weren't always, like, black movies. Yeah. They were kind of universally, like, everybody fucking... They all, yeah. Everybody loves him. He just... And he kind of started playing the whole thing, playing the characters. Uh, yeah. Coming to America, him and Arsenio Hall play, like, multiple characters mm-hmm. in the movie. And he did kind of start that, so I guess the way where he went with it just kept going. And then Martin Lawrence is like, well, I want to be a big, fat black woman, too. <laughs> <laughs> so the Big Mama's House, like, seven... <laughs> I don't know how many of those movies they've made. There was supposed to be, like, some kind of movie with him as... What was the woman character he played on Martin? Shaniqua? Yeah, and then there was, like, a Shaniqua and Shanene or whatever from In Living Color, Jamie Foxx's woman character. They were supposed to be, like, a movie with them together in it. That's completely off. This is all completely off topic. Yeah, I don't know. What happened to Martin Lawrence? I don't know. Damn, Gina. You, you mean Martin? Yeah, yeah, Martin. What happened to him? He was, uh, hmm. he was in a role there for a while. It's a weird movie. Remember that movie, Black Knight? Yeah. Oh, Where God. he traveled back in time. And... The 90s were too intense for him. Them? He had to take a break. Yeah, was that the 90s even? That might have been yeah. 2000s. Was it wasn't? Black Knight? He was on a slew of those weird movies like National Security and... I only go for Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. You know what I, I like, too? Oh, the Bad Boys movie was going to be... You know what I really liked with him? And it was Blue Streak. With him and Dave Chappelle. And he was like a diamond thief. And then he I've was away for a while. Once. And then he went back to go get the diamond. But it was in a police station. So he had to pretend to be a cop. And Luke Wilson's in it. Like, before he was, like, ever really... Like, in a lot of stuff. And I don't know. I'd always thought... I always liked Blue Streak. I thought it was funny. I vaguely remember that. Nobody movie. remembers it. Nobody remembers it. I remember the name. Only the diehard Martin Lawrence fans. <laughs> All five of you out yeah. there. All five of us. We remember it. But it has nothing no. to do with the visiting hours. <laughs> nothing. Which is this week's movie. It's, it's, it's at the peak of the slasher movies. You know, Texas Chainsaw came out a few years before this. Halloween. Uh... Friday the 13th might have come out already. Maybe not. Was Friday the 13th... What year was the first Friday the 13th? Um, 
I'm not, I'm not sure. sure either. Eighty. Know. So yeah, okay. it would have came out by then. So this Before was like Nightmare on Elm Street, though. Yeah. So it was like this was like the big peak of the slasher movies. But one thing I liked about this movie, and I feel like it's a very underrated movie when it comes to slasher movies. Mm-hmm. Never even heard of this movie. Mm-hmm. So and I feel it doesn't get the credit it it kind of deserves for being. Uh, I think it's one of the better slash movies at the time because there's so many that just started popping up. I told Ryan I didn't think it was bad at all. No, I I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. And uh, Brian, who had suggested The Paperboy, he had watched it and uh, said that uh, he liked it and was like, "Oh, it's I can't believe nobody talks about this movie more." Mm-hmm. And what one thing I really liked about it was that it sh- was more. Not about the other people than it was about the killer. Yeah. Like, I feel like they really, like, they did focus on the other people's, like, little stories here and there, but the main story was, like, him and his demons and stuff. Yeah. Which was a a different thing, which is not not always a good thing, because, like, you can take the most recent Friday the 13th, and they, like, we need to really explain how Jason gets around, and he has a system of tunnels, and we need (laughs) to explain everything. No, you don't need to explain certain things about certain characters, but this guy, I kind of liked his... Background, his was he raped? Was he there, raped? Yeah, like there's weird. Like they, they, they kind of well, at, at the at the one point in the in the movie where they flat, had a flashback with him and his dad. It looked like he was just getting soda poured on him and tickled. But so, then the other flashback, he was like sexually rubbing yeah, dirt. There was some incestuous insinuation. Yeah, and then the, and then the whole thing with beating his mom. Like, is that why he killed women? Because his mom. His mom well, like, I, I, I got think beat he, up. I, I think he. Or because she threw I, the stuff. Yeah, I, the I think face? I think he had a, a, a very uh, strange relationship with his father. Which, it wasn't totally covered in the movie, but I think when his father tried to, what, rape his mother? Yeah. And she threw the boiling grease in his face, blinding him and scarring his face. I think he just hated women from that point on. Because how could a woman assault a man who's assaulting her? Because, yeah, well, because he was like five years old and he didn't understand what was going on. But that's that's the conclusion I drew since the woman he was stalking the entire movie was speaking out for women's rights and yes. the defense of women and he didn't like that because he saw his mother defending herself against his crazy yeah. pedophile rapist There was father. definitely yeah. misogyny as but, a motive for that whole yeah. stalk thing. And Michael Ironside, he was genuinely creepy in yeah. this movie. He oh was, yeah, he was total serial killer. He did killer. a really good job. As, uh, I feel like after a while he became like go-to bad guy. He's in a ton of movies, and he's, like, always the bad guy. Yeah, and then Lost, kind of, for a while. Like, I know you said you didn't really, but he was kind of, like, he was one of the others. Yeah, so... he was, so. like... And even as an older man, he's huge. Like, I feel like he's a big guy. Yeah. I don't know. You know, know it's funny... I watched this movie today, but when I got home from work, I was sitting down for a second, I turned on TV... And Community was on Comedy Central, and it was the an episode of Community, and he was on it. <laughs> he was this general, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's Michael Ironside!" And it's that funny that funny. we're I'm like talking about this movie, but yeah, I, I I always remember him mainly from RoboCop and Scanners, but I never saw Scanners till like later on in life. But he was he was pretty creepy in that too. Yeah, I feel like he gets uh, like under. They're like you know, just kind of. And then he off. got tight. Then he got typecast, kind of take character actor, just bad guy, yeah. bad guy, bad guy forever in action movies. For whatever reason, I think he could have kept maybe got a, a killer or something, or 
I don't know. Never got his footing. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's a face a lot of people recognize, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and probably what put him into the bad guy role was maybe this because this this movie didn't make money. It didn't like bomb or anything like that. It made its it's made its money back plus more, and uh, it's because Shat was in it. Yeah, because Shatner was in it, and uh, but like after being the bad guy, like the main bad guy in Total Recall, I think from there on out he was just like, well, he's a good bad guy, kind of like. Kerwood Smith, who played Red Foreman on the 70s show, mm-hmm. for, like, ever. He was bad guy. He was a bad guy in, like, a billion different yeah, movies. He plays a good dickhead. Same yeah. with a guy who plays Michael on Lost, too. He's always a bad guy, or, like, the creepy, like, lurky, weird guy. He was on... I don't remember the actor's name, but he's from Lost, too. He's, like, the main bad guy in Lost. Right. Right. Um, and he was also in some... Boston Legal was a show my mom used to watch all the time. I think it was a David E. Kelly show, and he was, like, a weird creeper on that show, too, and a bunch of other ones. So, yeah, bad guys often, I feel like, kind of just like, you're bad, you're, we know you can do this, just, yeah, go do this again. Yeah, it happens <laughs> to a lot of people, you just become the bad guy always, which is a good thing and a bad thing, I guess sometimes you can't, can't step away from it, and clearly... Mm. Michael Ironside never could until he was able to be Sam Fisher in a video game. <laughs> and then he's the hero for, like, 12 video games or something, but it's not really his face up there, so... Uh, but, yeah, I really liked that he was genuinely creepy, and the beginning of the movie, when she's being chased around in the house, that was genuinely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the thing, most of the times in this movie, there were scenes that were, like, terrifying. It was, like suspenseful and that's what i said i was like this isn't even and, like it, had, and it had some decent like scare moments you <laughs> mm-hmm. know what i mean and the yeah. whole like dumb waiter thing in the beginning where she like he's yeah. like chasing her through her house yeah <laughs> wearing all of her jewelry yeah why was he wearing all that was I don't like no he was and he took a shower <laughs> yeah I, like he I, just decided he, what, like, when they like, first showed him i thought he was some kind of aborigine yeah yeah <laughs> and i like weird. how for a while they didn't really show him yeah like they eventually do like when you, the you one can, he looks in the mirror the one time and then after that they show his face you, you can make out the definition but he is always hidden in shadows yeah or the camera would cut so you only got a glimpse of his face i mean obviously you know who he was because he was one of the top build actors yeah. in the movie yeah and, like, and after being in scanners people knew his name i mean that wasn't the biggest movie ever but it was somewhat popular and so like oh michael ironside but i feel like for those beginning scenes too that was what i like this movie was good at switching perspectives well like you would get his perspective on a lot so you saw more insight into like his character but i feel like too for the women like as a woman that's fucking terrifying for someone to be that's like my worst number one fear is for someone to be in the house and like, you and when you think like somebody's do. there, like some sort of guest, what happened to her guest? Like we never. Oh, was that when, her? when she crashed, <clears throat> when she crashed down the dumbwaiter, when he cut the rope, as she's crawling out before whoever walks through the door, you can see a pair of feet. Oh, so it was I've, him that walked through the door, which was kind of weird. Like, was that him? Yeah, and like, why didn't he kill her? Yeah. Like, why didn't he just finish the job? It was like, maybe that was a thing. Maybe he just wanted to, per, like, prolong it and keep her ter- more terrified, more terrified. Because I feel like he did that a lot. He yeah. didn't ever kill anybody. He did, but Well, then... except in the hospital when he killed everybody. Yeah, oh, but, like, yeah. sometimes he wouldn't kill people. Like, the woman, the one chick with all the pink with the, yeah, the hair. Yeah, he didn't kill her. He just made her take off her pants and then, like, raped the shit out of her. But see, that's what I think is, like, the whole serial killer thing, because I was, we were watching, when we were watching all the scary movies and stuff, I started watching 
the documentary The Jeffrey Dahmer Files. And I just think that, that when I was watching this movie, I thought that too, like, genuinely, sometimes... Because there were some people he worked with who were like, he was nice, and he was fine. Yeah, and all the people that lived you in know, his building, like yeah. the lady, she's like, he fell, and he's such a nice guy, all the stuff he's been through, it's so terrible. Yeah. And like, if everybody, and that waitress, she wanted to go on a date with him, and <laughs> right? he was like a dick to her, but... So, I mean, yeah, it's like, and that's the same thing I feel like, too, because they kind of made it out to seem like he just didn't give a fuck what people, he didn't like try to hide, like, going to the store and buying like seven things of bleach... And that's what I was telling Ryan during parts of this movie. I was like, he's just, like, tramping around this hospital. Like, he could have gotten caught by anybody in a number of times. He just didn't give a fuck. And yeah, he didn't give a fuck, thing. but he was always in, like, some sort of disguise. Yeah, that's true. He was, like, lurking. I mean, he was around. always, like, in, dressed as, like, some sort of worker. So, like, in places like that, I'm sure they just... You get a lot of random, like, people, new people all the time and shit. Like, oh, the orderly. Like, oh, oh there's yeah. another new guy cleaning the, the linens. Like, well, even, even before he started taking on the disguises, if he was at risk of being caught, he, he would duck into a patient's room and kill them and move on. Even if they, they you know, unbeknownst to them, he was even there. He would just kill them anyway. Well, yeah, because he's just a fucking psycho. So <laughs> but that's the other thing that killing. was funny, because, like, alternatively, before he even went on this weird killing thing, people who knew him as, like, his, just himself, were, like, women were, like, constantly... I thought creepy, that was a weird, like, misogyny creepy, uh, versus... former actress, landlady. Yeah, 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 like, the creepy old lady in his building was like, I did this. She's, like, following him around, trying to talk to him, well, and they, then... They thought he was so hot, because yeah. he, he wore leather tank tops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did. He, <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> I brought that up, too, like, sweet leather tank top. That was really weird. <laughs> he took it off, he looked like a gimp. I didn't understand what was happening there. But yeah, like I thought that, that was, was a weird was play his on it. Gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly it was his. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought for a second he was just gonna like get it on with that girl, and I was like, oh. And then I thought he was gonna murder her, and then he didn't. He just raped her. Yeah, and it was very, very pretty. They didn't show. It wasn't like yeah, fucking was, last were, house on the left. No they were like showing a rape, yeah. and so it wasn't that uncomfortable to where it, like showed full on rape. <laughs> but he was like. Rubbing the knife up and down her legs and like under her shirt. Yeah, no boobs. No yeah, boobs. But you did see Michael right? Ironside naked, just his butt. You didn't he, when he was running around the house. Not into that. No, <laughs> no. Uh, not, not into killer butts. No yeah. full frontal nudity, but there yeah, no boobs. There were multiple times where there were possibility of boobs. Yeah. And uh, didn't, didn't happen. happen. Which is weird because not that I need boobs for a movie. <laughs> but I always just think it's funny to write down like how far into a movie boobs, boobs show up, especially horror movies. But and that's the main thing that sets this movie apart from a lot of the slashers of the time. No boobs. Well, also that <laughs> most slashers now at this time had boobs in it at some point. Even the reboots like, yeah. of the slasher movies. Yeah. Yeah, this definitely felt like a weird highbrow not weird, but like a different offset like highbrow thing happening where well also the main character in it was older. That news anchor, yeah, she was. She was a little bit older, uh, but the other character, she was was younger. She was a younger twelve, though. Was she a lesbian? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. (laughs) The the weird scene with the babysitter laying down in her towel next to her on the bed, and then she mentioned that her ex husband. Yeah, she mentioned that she was recently divorced, and she had this. But the babysitter had her own room at the house. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was to keep it separate so the kids didn't know that they were yeah, lesbians. The, I don't that, know. That was, well, that was questionable. Well, then, yeah, like, Ryan was like, why would the babysitter just come in her towel, like, and flop on the bed next to her start talking? 
And then I thought, like, well, that's, like, women just don't care yeah. if you're close enough to a person. But, yeah, there was, like, a weird... The fact that they didn't address it made it feel weird. I don't yeah. know why. Oh, yeah. Unless think, we're yeah. being weird. I don't know. It, it just seemed... There was definitely a part in my head that was like, yeah, who is this lady and what's going on here and why is she living in her house? <laughs> Who's your daddy her and what does he do? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I like how he even had a creep van, though. Yeah. And then he put that magnet. Yeah, he put the magnet over the decal. <laughs> but then the decal was still sticking out on yeah. the side. Not like, you shady didn't, at all. You didn't get a big enough magnet. And he did what? You only put it on one side of the van? He put it on both, I think. Oh, did he? Because I was like, two creeper magnets. I wonder how much those cost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a full-on creeper van. Uh, the one lady, when she's on the phone... Uh, Sheila, who is the main other main actress in the movie, she was the nurse. Uh-huh. I didn't catch her name for the longest time, but I ended up catching it at the end. Bond. She was like, "Yeah, whoever's this guy that did this to uh, the main ca- the main woman? Her name was Deborah. Whoever did this to Deborah should be caged up and fed raw meat." <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I remember what that. that? I was like, and he's like standing behind her. Yeah, he was like creepily standing right behind her. I was like, that's kind of. I just thought that was a weird thing to say. Feed him raw meat. Yeah, yeah caged up especially as a nurse meat. on the clock on a company phone. Yeah, and then there was that <laughs> other nurse. She ends up dying, but she was talking about she had that, like that book of the, like men that she the book of or good whatever. Ways yeah. yeah, and she was like talking about that guy crying in bed and stuff. And it was just a weird <laughs> conversation. Like, well, he turned off the lights and then he started to weep. Yeah, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, I got, but I get it. Like. Honestly, I think that is people just talk about shoot shit in the hospital. Yeah, and, stuff, and, that, and that's and where you know, I felt this movie was better than cleaning. M- was shit. more on the realistic scale scale as far as certain aspects in this movie were things that would actually happen that never happened in horror movies. Like in the begin, like right away when that one girl finds the uh, Sheila, she finds the body of the nurse and the old woman. Typically in most horror movies, she would run out, the killer would be chasing her, then the whole movie like is like shockma. It's like you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like they're in the tower, they it's the whole movie's here. But no, they call the cops, yeah. she goes to leave, he legit gets away. It's like how I feel like it was more realistic in tone of it's not just I feel like if it was any other slasher, they would have set up all about before the hospital and then it gets in the hospital and then the next forty five minutes is just, just in the there, hospital. Yeah. Or something like that. And it, then it's like Tower of Terror, Shakma. And know. I like that there were parts where you didn't know if he was in there or yeah. where he was because there was like part a, where like, she was getting operated yeah. on and she like thought he was in there. Yeah. Because he was in the uh, the prep room and and one of the... Uh, yeah, the guy's like, Gabe, what are you doing in yeah, here? What are you doing in here? <laughs> Get out of here. And it looked like he was about to put on some scrubs. And then they led you to believe that maybe he murdered this guy and put the scrubs on anyway. Yeah. And then walked in there, but then I don't think so because then the surgery went through and I don't Yeah, think the he surgery knows. went through and he was in his van. Yeah, and so. I don't think he knows how to do surgery. Well, the thing so. is, like, in this movie, he has, like, this necklace that's a little bell. Yeah. And it makes, a, like, a Pavlovian thing for all the ladies that he's ever attacked or whatever. So she was in for surgery. And I think they show later in a shot that, like, something is hitting up against the machine, like a dog yeah. tag, which I thought was weirder. Yeah, it was a dog tag. Yeah. I was wondering why that was there. And that's like, true. Oh. It was hitting up against the machine, and it sounded like that bell. Yeah. And so that's why she thought he was in there. Why does she need surgery? Uh, when uh, when he assaulted her initially, when she found the shower running and yeah. everything, he s- slashed her once, and then he went to stab her, and she lifted her arm. And he cut her arm. So when she was brought to the hospital, they did mention that she had a fractured humerus. 
All right. Yeah. Which See, I couldn't remember that, like, one little thing, and then I was like, why the fuck she so she just got slashed a couple times? Yeah. Like, yeah, so apparently the, the, uh, the stab broke her arm, <laughs> so that's why she needed surgery. Yeah. And I thought, like, I don't know, I thought she was pretty good, too. I don't think anyone in this was bad. There were... There were some parts, like, towards the end where it started getting a little silly. Yeah. But then it was... I mean, just your typical slasher movie. Like, William tropes. Shatner was definitely the, like, well, you know, kind of guy. Yeah. Like, he and just how knew the, a lot about weird stuff, yeah. Despite the fact that he's a television producer. Yeah, he's a TV producer. How come he got to go with the police to the... <laughs> yeah. He was investigating the apartment. This is a death mask. <laughs> That's what we were saying. Yeah, we were how like... How is he allowed was... to go with? Oh, <laughs> like... oh, my girlfriend, my kind of girlfriend was attacked by this man I need to go with. Yeah, and then you have the death mask thing where they're like in his closet and they're like, oh, what's this? What's this? William Shatner's just like, that's a death mask. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then he was like, I told Ryan, I'm like, he's also a criminal psychologist. So he was like analyzing the killer and yeah. talking to his girlfriend about why he has such a problem with her and stuff. And, <laughs> it was so um, weird. Yeah, yeah. One thing I, I thought was really uh, creepy in this movie was when that old woman died. Yeah, that was really weird. And that he like, started out. taking pictures he of her. He cut the oxygen. Because, well, one, he thought it was Deborah. Yeah. Because she, her room has got her room had got switched. So he thought she was in 931 because he came there as the flower guy. They told him the room. So he goes upstairs. And what was with that scene, too, with the old man? The guy's like, take me back to my room. And he was just like, ugh. And then he just walked well, away. He was, he was blind. Yeah. Take me to the lounge. But it was just a weird, like, one-off little... Yeah. Nothing ever like, happened with that old man. Like happen. That Vin, Vinny guy, like, he, he was multiple times in the movie, ended up getting murdered. Uh, I actually found out that guy did the voice of Koopa on the Mario Brothers cartoon. <laughs> wow. Everybody in this movie does voiceovers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except for Shatner. He just went on to be a parody of himself. Yeah. But... Uh, Which is fine by me. Yeah. Priceline. So, <laughs> I think the picture-taking thing was super weird. Like, that really unnerved me because I feel like that's something that wouldn't normally in a horror movie because that's something I think serial killers totally do oh yeah that's like, what made it more realistic and like it made it maybe he's just an avid line. scrapbooker yeah in his yeah. closet in the back yeah. of his closet well, really well there, here's the there's the connection paper boy maybe this is the paper boy grown, grown up. up The pa- there that was go. just a prequel he got his lawyer <laughs> there you go probably well then his dad was alive though so, yeah, his yeah. mom didn't burn his face. <laughs> Maybe it's like a distant uncle. Yeah. Failed connection. Creepy uncle, for sure. There you go, it's an uncle. Yeah, that that makes it. But, um, the part you were talking about with, like, the old lady. And then he just sat there watching her me die. Out. And then they had, like, all those super close-ups, and she was really terrifying. Yeah. <sighs> that was really <sighs> weird. And then he just sat there watching her die. Just I was like, God, this is, like, yeah. this is, it made, yeah, definitely disturbing, and... And then when he started taking pictures, it just made it even weirder. But that's, like, totally something that a serial killer would do. I feel like in slasher movies, it's just, like, I'll kill and kill you and whatever. But, like, the truly, like, weirder, sicko parts. What were all the things he had on his wall? All those letters. Uh, Weird letters letters he wrote wrote to his congressman and to different... Visions of grandeur. Yeah, different television stations, basically... Filling them in on his... Because the girl was, like, reading them, and she goes... Mexicans, Jews, blacks, you really gonna bl- you really blast them all, huh? You I just think- want to live alone. And I was like, <laughs> what is like what's what's what is written on these? Is he just writing people complaining about other races? That's what I think then maybe 
that's what... Yeah, because I didn't understand what she was saying either when I first watched it, but maybe that's what she's saying. Like, he... That maybe there was some sort of motive also. Like, he had weird psychological issues where he... That just established that he had a history of, like, taking it too far with people he saw on TV. He was, he was lobbying for ethnic cleansing. Yeah, something <laughs> to weird To his like local congressman. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure. He's, he's got there, my vote. Well, he's out there raping and murdering women in his leather tank top. Well, then I was telling well, Ryan... Well, as they're white, apparently. I was telling Ryan... He murdered the like, one chick. She was, she like, was black. She could have been, like, Mexican or something. Who was that? Yeah, that the one, one lady. Nurse, yeah. lady, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. But the, Wait, one the, the one with the sex book? Yeah. yeah. I thought she was Italian. Well, she was something. She was something, Ryan, okay? Something. We just don't know. It yeah. wasn't explained. But What were you going to say, Gina? I don't remember. No, I was just saying. I think it was... I just liked the little parts that... Because I'm super obsessed with true crime and anything about serial killers. I like... Like, I'm not obsessed with... I don't know, like, a no, ton I... of trivial information about a bunch of serial killers, but... Like, I just... That's not true, you do. No. I mean, I just like to be... I'm just morbidly curious. So, I think a lot of the stuff I saw in this movie was just... Had been reiterated in stuff I had seen about actual serial killers. Yeah, and the only thing... I don't know, I guess this might happen in real life, but it might not. Was that they didn't tell her that the murders happened in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess maybe sometimes there might be, a, like, a hospital, like, Oh, we don't want to scare the patients, so we won't tell anybody. But... Her, of all people, I feel like, should know about this because it, like, just happened to her. She, she was just attacked. And it was in the room that she was yeah, just she, in. Somebody was just murdered. Like, they, like nobody tells her. And I was just ago. like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, just, oh, just, you know, whatever. And then when he attacks the blonde, the other nurse, wasn't he, like, trying to choke her with the phone? What does he do to her? He the stabbed her in the gut. Yeah. He stabbed her. And then he put the phone by her face. Because she was so. trying to make a phone call. Yeah. And he put the, the receiver by her face, I think, to maybe attract attention. Maybe so he could go back to the hospital. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That, that was a strange scene. But that whole scenario would have never happened if one of the uh, horror movie tropes didn't occur. Where the phone call? No, where where she she panics? Yes, she gets the phone call with the, the screaming of the uh, yeah, doll. The, the doll, baby doll screaming. Like, she oh. recognizes it as her child's doll, but she runs downstairs saying she has to leave, and she runs past the cop, screams that she needs help. The cop asks her, "Okay, calm down." And explain it to me. And she goes, ah, forget it, or whatever. Well, then and she just, goes, come with me, he's at the house. And then the cop's just like, I can't go. He yeah, says, I but, like, but, but he says, calm down, I yeah. explain it to me. Yeah. And she's like, ah, forget it. And she goes by herself. Yeah. If she would have just stopped for a second and said, I think the guy who's been killing people in this hospital has my children hostage, they might have done something for yeah. her. Fire. Like screaming. <laughs> See, you're like cooler heads will prevail, and I'm a woman. If I was like somebody's fucking with my kid, no my time house, to explain. I'm I doing this like, on my own. Yeah, exactly. A woman would just be like, "Fuck off!" Like you obviously don't know shit. I'm going by myself. And, as, yeah, as, if as she cop, gets killed, I've been then, like, "Well, okay, that Brad was crazy." Why on duty? Um. After that or before that, why did he kill that Vincent guy just because? That's only the, the, the only guy with male. the mustache? Yeah, why? he's um, the only guy he killed in the whole movie. I think movie. he was just annoying him. Yeah, 
I I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. He was in his room. And then he killed him. He shoved that ball in his mouth, that, like, stress ball. <laughs> and he killed him, and then he knocked over all that shit and made all that noise. Yeah, anyways. that was, like, well, I have, that was a funnier part, I realized. Like, he, first of all, the stress ball thing was, like, hit close to home. Because I work at a promotional company, and there's stress balls all over the office. And when he was, like, playing with that stress ball, I was just, like, dying. Because it's just, like, every day at work, I'm like, who, what do people actually do with these? Like, at work, well, I never they, actually use them for any purpose. Them. Like, I don't, we throw them at people at work, but I don't, I don't think they're useful. I don't you think sh- that people actually You can actually shove in people's mouth. Them. Yeah, and then when he murdered them, I'm like, oh, I gotta totally show my boss. This is hilarious. But, anyway, yeah, and then but I yeah, thought that was funny that he was trying to be all quiet. Bah, just yeah. knocks over the bedpan and yeah. the all noise, and the cop comes in. He kills that cop, I assume. I don't know. He tacked him through him through some sort he of glass. He threw him through a window. I I think I think he got the the least of everything in that movie. Yeah, though he didn't kill like he killed some people, but other people he stabbed once, and then they could live. Yeah. Though did Sheila die at the end? She had the tube in her because th- she got stabbed no, in the gut. That's what I so they had the tube down there to help her help her breathe. Well, I was wondering what why the, she was just sh- at the very end. Into they, a room by herself. They, for they had hours. her in uh, radiology to take X-rays because when they were loading her in the ambulance, the the one paramedic said, "Oh, she has a broken rib. It's probably the only thing that saved her." Because when he tried stabbing her, apparently it clipped a rib, snapped <laughs> it, and missed her vital organs. So they had her in radiology in the basement. But then like at, the, at the very end, they're like wheeling her, and that's when everyone's taking all the pictures and stuff, and they're wheeling her, and she still has the tube in her, in her mouth, helping her breathe. And then she looks, and then she closes her eyes, and I thought maybe she died. I don't think she yeah. died. Like, she just wasn't tended to quick enough. <laughs> there was just too many other things going on in this hospital. That I don't think she, she died, but I did feel like... I, I think she might have just been exhausted. <laughs> I did feel like for someone who worked at the hospital, they just kind of, like, left her ass in a room well, randomly. Was, it wasn't even, like, a person's room. Well, it was the radiology room. There, there wasn't the ex- anybody in there. But, There's always when, somebody's when, ass when, up uh, in the hospital. What was the room they put Deborah? him into? They just Deborah? shoved him into, like, was a closet. That, the, that was a report of Deborah, yeah. right? Well, she ran in there, and yeah. that Indian woman came in. She's like, oh, you can't be in here. So apparently she was like the radiology tech. Well, then she goes, oh, run and go get somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I but, don't know. but I mean, there she was, was somebody she in there then. She was yeah, being you're right. tended to you're up right. until that point. Yeah, this is true. Uh, when he went back to his apartment and that one blonde girl had, like, destroyed it, what did oh, they write yeah. all over the walls with? Uh, was that poo? Uh, some it was of like it looked blood like blood and feces, uh, but she had those others. weird two like henchmen guys, like pimp daddies or whatever. She had those two weird guys that followed her like well, through the well, whole she movie. She said her and her girlfriends. So I was thinking feces and period blood. Wow, because <laughs> women just produce buckets of period blood. Well, if you pull out a tampon and smear it on the walls, it's going to leave some stains. Mm-hmm. They were they were heavy men. They were heavy menstruators. She, she just mentioned her and her girlfriends. Menses, but maybe I mean, they maybe they cut each other. Yeah, party. Because that'd be even more. Weird what was she? Was she a prostitute, a, a call girl? Was no, she, she was just some girl at the restaurant. Like to get her at. kicks. I think she was just a girl with. Because she was with those two guys, and there was more than once that she was with those two guys. Yeah, but I think that she was just hanging out with her friends. I think that was just friends, mm-hmm. like her. Like if you girl were out, talk. if you were at some restaurant hanging out with like people at like two in the morning, like just drinking coffee, bullshit. Wouldn't make think, guys at a weirdo. Yeah, but I'm not them. saying you would make guys with a weirdo, <laughs> but I'm just saying that's what she was doing, but she took a liking to this guy. That's weird. He had a leather vet, a leather um, tank top on. Yeah. Some girls like that. With a leather jacket on over it. He's totally like Mother, a weird, um, rapey Mother. beast looking weirdo. I like how, but then he like committed suicide, like attempted suicide. 
Yeah. So that's how he ended up back at the hospital, like, as, like, the victim. And they didn't know that it was him yet. So, like, he got the ride in the ambulance to there right before they show up at his place. See, I, didn't, I didn't interpret it as, like, a suicide no, attempt. it was, it was like I, a I fake think, suicide. I think he took all the pills, because they didn't specify what they were. I, I think they might have been, like, pain meds. Because yeah. he, he smashed that bottle on it. Yeah. On his uh, on his forearm, so I, I think he did it just so he could have an injury yeah. worth being tended. That's what to. I mean. That's what but, I mean. It was like in, it was intentionally. Yeah, I don't I, mean I, he was trying to commit suicide. No, I, I mean I, like, I think we I, couldn't figure out what he was doing. I, at I first. think in, I don't even do in, heroin. In, yeah, so did I. I, I think instead of looking like you know, it, it could have been a suicide attempt. I think he did it just to make it look like an accident, so they would admit him to the hospital. Yeah, because because he took all the pills. And then smashed his arm on the beer bottle. <coughs> so I think he took that and chugged the beer to numb the pain. Mm-hmm. Just to make it look like, oh, I fell on some glass, hurt myself, yeah. take me to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. And why did this hospital have a kennel? Oh, yeah, where there was like a random like yeah. German shepherd. There was like the a basement. couple dogs. Like, why were there like three dogs <laughs> hanging out? Maybe there, some hospitals that. have therapy dogs, but not like, those are like contracted, I feel like. I don't feel like they're just hanging out in a hospital. That's not, that doesn't. Maybe mash. it was a general hospital slash veterinary. But clinic. then they did talk about all the security that was there, so I don't know, maybe that one. And the one, you some see, sniffing dogs. Yeah. You know what scene I really liked was him in the laundry room. In the corner, just freaking out. Oh, yeah. A couple flashbacks. With his head behind the... uh, The valve was right there. He was just, like, like freaking out. I thought that was really, like, just creepy and crazy. And, like, that was when he just really started to lose it. He was just, like, really just... Yeah. That was what... Yeah, I just liked all the insightful... Like, I don't know. I feel like they don't do enough to personalize, like, the... The bad guy in movies. Yeah, but which is sometimes you need it, sometimes you don't. Yeah, there's cases true. where you need it, there's cases where you don't. Like uh, Jason, you don't you don't need. You get the little personal thing with the first one with his mom, and she explains things. After that, you don't need anything no. else. You just need to know he's this crazy mongoloid retarded kid yeah and thirty years ago he drowned and what who knows what he's been doing for thirty plus years out in the woods by himself. Yeah. Now he watched his mom die, and now he's a fucking crazy person. Uh, we would always watch those, and uh, I think it was me and uh, Nick would watch those and be like, he's just trying to make friends. He just doesn't know how. <laughs> and he's just it's just translating into murder. And he's just like, why don't they like me? I just want to be your friend. Like a Frankenstein type <laughs> yeah. thing. I want them to feel me deep down inside their heart. This flower, little girl. But yeah, sometimes they go deeper. Like the Freddy Krueger movies end up going deeper into his... Yeah. His background, like, oh, he's the son of a thousand maniacs, and they show his mom, Amanda Kruger, in the crazy ho- crazy hospital she worked at, and there's the room, like, they have all these insane people locked in there, and she gets accidentally locked in there, they forget she was in there, and she gets raped by these thousands of maniacs, and it's funny, Robert England is one of them. Oh, that is walking funny. Walking around, and uh, that's like... His like deal, like why he's so fucked up. It's easy. They raped he's... his own mom. Well, they raped his mom, and then he he was born out of that raping of a maniacs. He's the son of a thousand maniacs. Robert England raped her. Well, he was one of the rapes. Yeah, but rapies. he wasn't playing Freddy Krueger. Oh gosh, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't think he was Freddy Krueger. It's like that Chuck Palahniuk book rant. 
I don't know. Uh, I didn't read he, that he one. He goes back in time and rapes his own mother. I don't need well, to know any of that. That's not what Freddy Krueger... They were just doing it as a joke. Like, oh, look at this Robert England if you know what it really looks like. Yeah, now Freddy, there he is. you got to look into it deeper. No, oh, okay. I don't That's think you need to look into do? Nightmare on the Street 4, <laughs> Dream Master... Dream Catcher. Dream Master, Dream Child, Dream or whatever. Warriors. Whichever one. But I feel like this one was more, like, realistic, I guess. Yeah. And then the end kind of had that slasher... Halloween type of feel where it's like the female wins like she went like Halloween had that alien had that where it was mm-hmm. kind of that era that time where the female was the um, the hero Friday the 13th multiple of them it's always the female that survives and kills the the villain and she stabs him in the stomach and then you don't know oh is he dead oh he comes back for two seconds but he could have been alive at the end. They just, the movie just ends on his face. Yeah. He could have been. He could have been. We could have visiting hours too. What is the deal with the weird like <laughs> political debate about self defense? There was some kind of weird self defense debate that yeah, kept like, coming up. Like in, in the this? beginning, she was doing the report against that lawyer, and she was like, "There was about a case where the wife shot the husband out of self defense, but then she fell down the stairs." But they were trying to say that she purposely did it to make it look like she... Yeah. They, they couldn't did determine it. if the the injuries on her were before or after she killed her husband. They I just, just felt like this movie kept like vaguely husband. trying to make a point about self-defense. Oh, well, that's what they said. They said that she shot her husband and then she threw herself down the stairs. Yeah. That was the lawyer's argument. But the news anchor was adamant about the fact that the husband was beating her mm-hmm. and she shot him in self-defense. Mm-hmm. So that was where, you know, Maniac came into play because he apparently hated women and did not want them to defend yeah. themselves. So he had to kill the news anchor. Yeah. And what was the, like, funny... Where did the funny come? Like, where the part where she's running away from him and she's, like, it's in the, the elevator. This is where, like, one of my favorite parts are... I thought it was laughable... Because there were, like, a couple moments in there that were just funny um, and silly. But, like, the part where the guy, she gets in the elevator, and there's just a shot of his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah like the maintenance yeah. guy, oh, I'm just going to turn well, off the elevator. Like, not even a full actor, just a hand and pushing yeah. buttons with a key. Like, no, man. And no, the like, elevator automatically goes to the basement. Yeah, the <laughs> cops said, turn it all off. Nobody goes anywhere. And, like... <laughs> The second she gets in the elevator, just shut it down. <laughs> like, that was at really le- convenient. At least it happened right before, or right after she hit the door close button to yeah. block him out. Mm-hmm. That was one well, of the funny things. A, a one-way ticket to the basement. What was it, too, you said about the dumbwaiter at the beginning? Like, if she wouldn't have let him pull her up so far, she yeah. wouldn't have fallen, yeah, like, she, 50 she, feet. Yeah, she... <laughs> when, he, when he noticed she was in the dumbwaiter, she put her hands on her head and started screaming as he's pulling her back Yeah, up. I thought that was really awesome, though, how he, like, grabbed the ropes. Yeah. But, but if and... she would not have put her hands on her head and screamed and just held the rope like she did at the end, she wouldn't have fallen so far no, when he yeah, cut the she... rope. She was scared. She didn't know any better. That was another shout-out to the dumbwaiter. Wasn't there a dumbwaiter in H2O? I feel like there was some weird dumbwaiter situation in Halloween H2O. I don't know why. I just feel like there was some sort of dumbwaiter scene. Maybe not. That's a lot of horror movies. I'm sure there's been a dumbwaiter in many. I just don't think that's like a common thing, a dumbwaiter. There's a horror movies. It happens a lot of times in horror movies where they're like hiding the dumbwaiter and... They think they're in there, but they really hid somewhere else. I mean, it's almost like a Jurassic Park. They hide in the thing in the yeah. mirror, and then, like, 
I, mean, I, I don't think I'd know what a dumbwaiter was if it wasn't for watching horror movies yeah, when I, I was yeah. younger. Yeah. Alright, alright. Yeah. I don't know then, I guess. Some I interesting just... uh, things about this movie. The limp Michael Ironside sports at the end of the movie, if you're wondering why he was limping. Uh, it's because he broke his ankle uh, during filming. Oh, Falling God. down a dumbwaiter. Yes, falling the f- and then the reason he basically got this role was because of his performance in Scanners. Oh. That he was super creepy and mean in that. So. Super creepy. Super and the theme creepy. music for this movie was modeled after John Carpenter's Halloween. You can kind of tell that in the beginning. It kind of had that uh-huh. John similar. Carpenter's Visiting Hours. Uh, the French title of this movie translate to Terror of Central Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It was, uh, what was it? French director Jean-Claude Lord. Yeah, I remember what seeing that. County General Hospital. Yeah, it's a very super generic general, name. yeah. <laughs> general, general hospital. Second general. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. Mm. What was yeah, that weird? I, liked it. I, I liked didn't it. like it that there were what was it when she was like walking through the yard? I hated that baby doll thing. Oh, yeah. I, I get home late from work. I'm just going to pick up all the toys That's in the front That's what I told yard. Ryan. Yeah, I was like, fuck that. Especially, like, if I'm home after dark. But and she, she didn't even fucking yeah, take picks, the toys in the house. She picks all the toys out of the lawn and puts them on a table mm. outside. I'm <laughs> just going to put them over here. Like, what? And why is there a fucking baby doll? When she stepped on that thing, I was like, what the fuck is that? I wonder if this movie took any inspiration from Halloween 2, since that took place all in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the, like, oh, the hospital setting is a nice, it's like a different... Well, what year did Halloween 2 come 81. Out? Yeah, okay. So before this... Well, this this came out in 82. Yeah. I'd imagine they were filming them around the same time. Mm-hmm. There's always some sort of underlying assumption that people feel safe in hospitals. I don't feel safe in a Mercy. hospital. Not even that. Just generally, like, no, there's Mal a bunch practice. of fucking people in there. Who knows what this those movie, weirdos are uh, doing? Since it was filmed in Canada, and it was uh, it was released in the U.S. and in Canada. But it uh, it falls under the category of Canucksploitation, <laughs> which is Canadian B movies. <laughs> it's an actual category. Canucksploitation dot com is a website that you can what? go to. That is funny. Yeah. Oh my god! There's so many amazing things on here. <laughs> Look at this guy, Junior. Replicator. You've seen Norman in Psycho, Damien in The Omen, and Jason in Friday the Thirteenth. Now meet Junior. Junior. He's a real and terror. And the eye with the is ladies. a chainsaw. Yeah, he's a real terror with the ladies. Oh, God. So these are just like Canadian. So after they stab somebody, do they apologize? Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. Yeah, I didn't know Canucksploitation was an exploitation genre. Eager Beavers. <laughs> That's, That's such really a Canadian weird. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all wearing plaid. Oh boy. Anyways, well, yeah, I I like this movie. I would suggest people uh, go out and, you know. Yeah, that's one thing I thought. I was like, "Hmm, you know, like, I don't generally watch. I mean, it's not that much older than other, other, like, super staple horror movies, but I don't know. I think I just thought, like, oh, it's older, you know, like, I don't know. I just brushed it off kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think, we were... I think when, you're, when you're scrolling through Netflix and you see the poster, you're just going to pass by and be like, Oh, you know, this is just some other bullshit. Yeah. You know? 
But uh, I, I would honestly, I would suggest this movie. I would. I thought it was genuinely yeah, yeah. freaky. It yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it compared to a lot that we've watched. Yeah, so it's, far. it's no. I mean, it wasn't like X Giant. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean it, it was it was a good it. kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was kind of like it, I don't know. It was just like a slasher movie. Yeah, you know? and it had the little impractical things where you had to scream at the TV. I mean, there have to be Are those moments. Dirty? Yeah, there have to be those nonsensical moments that allow for something horrifying to happen, which otherwise might not. Yeah. So I mean, that definitely lent itself. But I don't know. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think it was an enjoyable movie. Well, next week, Gina, you have chosen body bags. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, isn't it like John Carpenter? And Toby Hooper. John Carpenter and Toby Hooper directed these three short stories in the horror genre. The first about a serial killer. The second about a hair transplant going wrong. And the third about a baseball player. <laughs> That's right. Right? He gets an eye transplant or something. Shoeless Joe Jackson. The, the end story is actually like the only one I remember. And I remember when we had Showtime when I was little... Um, that was like 93, I think, and that was like right around the time we just got in cable, and I was obsessed with Showtime, and so like, I watched, like I would end up watching a bunch of stuff that my mom, if she knew I had watched, probably would like kill me. She was including, a real sex kind of girl. Including like Red Shoe Diaries, yeah, I would like watch that, like not knowing what it was, not like, I'm, I was like in third grade, and I had no clue what I was watching, but this came on like all the time on Showtime, and I was obsessed with it. And well, it's uh it's available on YouTube, so you can watch it in full on YouTube. Two different uh, uploads of it, so hopefully it doesn't disappear by the time we go to watch it next week. I know. And uh, but yeah, but it looks it looks pretty good. I never seen this. I never even knew about this. So uh, there's a lot of people in it: Stacy Keach, uh, Wes Craven, Robert Carradine, Sam Toby Raimi. Hooper, Sam Raimi. Tom Arnold. Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry. Twiggy. Uh, yeah, Twiggy. Twiggy. <laughs> uh, Mark Hamill. Uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of people in this movie. So it, uh, it looks like uh, Roger, Roger Corman, the king of the B-movies. So you got a lot of interesting folks in this movie. I've never seen this, so it'll be it'll be fun to, to watch. So yeah, check it out. Uh, YouTube. That's probably the only place you're gonna find it yeah. unless you own it. If I like it's accidentally on found it. It comes out actually next month on D- on Blu-ray. And yeah, I, I wonder if it's a Shout Factory release. No, it seemed it was, like it would be. Uh, I can't remember was, now. I think it was a Showtime original. No, but I mean, like, th- who was releasing it? Oh, as as it, far as I can't the remember. Distributor? Yeah, I have no idea. It was one of those like a horror release, but it, I can't remember. What it was? Oh, it's Shout Factory. Is it okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's. Tw- I like. I looked at the cover and I'm like, because whenever they release movie, re-release movies, and they kind of get the rights to these movies, they always like redo the cover and it's really like really well done artwork and everything like that. Like the Halloween three, even they re-put out on Blu-ray and the cover is really awesome looking. And they tend to do that with a lot of them. And this is, looks like it. And the second I look at uh, who's putting it out, Shout Factory. So I mean, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, so and they give you the countdown. I know three weeks, right? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, uh, they'll be. They always like every time they release anything, their fucking Facebook feed and everything is just like, check out this new thing. And all this stuff, <laughs> check so. out body bags. Yeah, so you can actually get it pretty soon. But as far as for now, you can watch it on YouTube. Hopefully, it's still there. 
when we go to watch it, that would suck if it wasn't. <laughs> then we have to try to do something else. And I found it on accident today yeah. when I was trying oh. to show him the trailer, and he's like, oh, is this, like, the whole movie you're going to show me? And then I was like, oh, shit, it's the whole movie. Yeah, I was like, this was a pretty long trailer in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 4B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. And zip yourself in tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of the 